Thank you to A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Zach Paschal, Dallas Goddard, Jack Stoll, Grant Calcaterra, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Kenny Gainwell, Jordan Malata, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, Isaac Suamala, Lane Johnson, Ian Book, Gardner Minshew, and last but not least, Jalen Hurts. Thank you to each and every single one of you guys. I would not be sitting here today if it wasn't for you. It's all about the players, and it'll always be about the players. And I will be forever grateful for you guys, and I wish you guys all the best going forward. I got Shane Steichen uh, sounding Joe DeCamera-ish as an introductory press conference. Yeah. Uh, if I'm in Indy, I'm like, what the hell is going on right now? <laughs> that meant everything to me. Let's go to the phones. 888, I'm sorry to cry. I'm just very emotional. I'm okay with him thinking as former players, but that was a little too emotional. Yeah, you didn't name every player that ever played for you there, homie. It was like, yeah, never mind. But yeah, they like he, man. Yeah, I wasn't expecting, uh, wasn't expecting that. Went yeah. through everybody. Well, you know, listen, he, he's, um, you know, very appreciative of what those guys did for him. He understands this is what allowed him to become a head coach. Yeah, yeah. You know, these guys having the type of years that they had, so. Uh, it's pretty cool. I, I still, I'm like, I guess the Colts they have no shame. They just decided, you know what? Let's go back to the well one more time. <laughs> Let's get another coach from the Eagles. Yep. Yeah, Brian Johnson will be next <laughs> after next year, right? Well, see, we sent them Frank Reich. They sent us Nick Sirianni, and now we're sending them Shane Steichen. Mm. We're trying to make up for the Frank Reich. <laughs> Feel like we hired another Oregon coach or something. <laughs> right. So yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, maybe when when Steichen gets fired, Brian Johnson can go right. out there. Right, come get Brian Johnson. Shane yes. can come back and be the offensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. So Shane, so Shane Steichen, and I think it's pretty universal among Eagles fans that Steichen did a great job, and the offense was great this year, and mm-hmm. he was a big part of it, good play caller, whatever. Jonathan Gannon, though, shortly before we came on the air, uh, Adam Schefter had it first, of course, that the Cardinals hiring him to be their next head coach. Mm-hmm. And that met with a different reaction from uh, Eagles fans. People happy that he's gone, Ike Reese. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I mean, listen, we can't do anything to change how people feel about Jonathan Gannon. They're happy that he's gone. Okay. I mean, we'll, we'll see if we're in a better position. Um, I'm not going to tell you that. You know, he didn't benefit from having good players, but what 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 good coach doesn't have good players? Yep. I, I've never understood that argument where well, he had players. Well, you go show me the great coach and let me see his roster. Right? Show me, I don't care what sport it's in. If he's considered great, if he's won titles, I guarantee you there are great players on his team. Yep. Look at Phil Jackson. Any of them. Yeah. You name any coach. Bill Walsh. You can name any of them. Yeah, it's true. Name any of them. You don't win, at least consistently, at this level unless you have good players. So it, I've never, I never understood why it almost comes off as a negative if a coach has good players. Well, let's see you win with bad players. No, let's see you root for a bad team. How do you enjoy that? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see him win with yeah, bad exactly. players. Yeah, exactly. I want to see my team have all the good players. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want to see my team have. I'm happy we got AJ. Happy we went out and got this guy, that guy. Yes, yes. It, it, it landed us in the Super Bowl. Do I need to prove that we're a great team or a great organization by trying to go win with a bunch of losers or nobodies? 
No. No. That's not a winning formula. That, that's, not, that's not how we win around here. Well, that's what we wanted Andy to do. Win with, win with mediocre wide receivers, Donovan no, and Andy. No, that's what they wanted Carson to do. Well, no. No, it's true. They definitely wanted Carson to win with me. Yeah, it was so weird. Nobody wanted to give him a true weapon. (laughs) What the hell was that? Make these guys better. Even even Elliott was fine with Quez Watkins last year as the second (laughs) wide receiver. Yeah, that would have gone great. So like so well, I, I know tables have turned on Quiz too. I, yeah, there's a lot of people upset at Quiz. Right yeah, fast now. Batman can yeah, run his yeah. way out of town for all I care. But like so, it seems like they're going to go in, in internal with the defensive hire or whatever. Maybe. Like I don't know. One of my takes from the from the from the Super Bowl was that an experienced coaching staff made bigger adjustments. I felt like in, as the game went on, is it a mistake? Like it, it kind of sunk Doug, right? I mean, Doug mm-hmm. kept promoting within, but it was the wrong guys. It worked with Andy. Like, Andy's staffs continued to, le- to continue to get better. Yep. You know, I mean, Andy replaced, what's his face, the old guy out there for the defensive coordinator with Spags. Um, Bob, yeah, Bob, Bob Gibson. Or, Bob, Bob yeah, Bob Gibson. Feller. It's I think not, it was Bob, Bob Feller. <laughs> but, like, I just wonder. white hair, I remember yes. that. He did have yep. white hair. Yep. I just wonder if, like, if it's Sutton. Bob Sutton. Bob Sutton. Bob Sutton. Yeah. <laughs> it's, still Bob, it's Bob Feller. But it, I, can't, I still can't tell if it would be smarter if they went for an experienced guy rather than just, like, promoting from within. It's, it's such an important year, too. I mean, this is not one of those years next year where you can take a big step back. And if you have two inexperienced coordinators. I'd be fine with that. But, uh, but also, I said this earlier in the show, and I agree. Don't expect a, a big shift in what they do defensively. Don't expect them to go out and hire some 70-year-old no. that wants to blitz 75% of the time, right? Like, you're probably going to see a similar defense. Now, can you can you get a more experienced coach that may do better in a game like mm-hmm. the Super Bowl? Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. It's a sh- I mean, Fangio, by all indications, is going to sign the contract with Miami. I don't think it's signed yet, but that's what that's what it was. Maybe, maybe they turn around and offer more money. It's not signed yet? Yeah. Could be a hey, possibility. Hey, sign, yeah. Yep. All right. So how's everybody feeling today? Ike, you actually said earlier that you, you're you a little bit, you're a notch lower than, why lower I was than yesterday. yesterday. Oh, yeah. You don't feel oh, bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I just think what's starting to set in is the opportunity that we may have squandered. Yep. I agree. You know, it's not saying we're going to be a bad team moving forward or we'll never get back to the Super Bowl. But, man, it's also, it's also not a guarantee. They were getting back to the Super Bowl. Should it? Should they have won the game, or could they have won the game? Mm. Should they, or could they? Mm. See, I say they should have won that game because obviously they could have won the game. It was they get the ball back, but like they they had a ten point lead at halftime. They should have won that game. Yeah, yeah, but even then, I kind of knew that the Chiefs were going to. I was like, this game ain't over with yet. Yeah, we all thought that. Yeah, like this game ain't over with yet. You, you knew the Chiefs would come back, and it really almost put them in the mode that they could be in, which is in comeback mode. And the Eagles, Mahomes plays differently when it's comeback mode, and he's just out there slinging the ball around, yeah. and kind of everything's off schedule for him. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think that second half you didn't get many possessions. Both teams had the ball what four times a piece yep. in the second half. Eagles punted once, and the Eagles punted once. But they only scored seven points in the, I mean, eleven points in the second half. Scored on two of their four possessions, and the, the Chiefs scored twenty-four points in the second half. Bing, bang, boom. Yeah, and it was I mean, over. That's really what it, what it boiled down to. Mm. All right, let's go to Corey in Columbus, Ohio. Corey, what's up? Go ahead. Johnny Mark, I agree with up, man. Yo, what's up, C? Hey, man, listen. I got, I got, I got nobody. Nobody thinking it is. So for the OC, listen, hear me out. Remember, 
Eric Bieniemy was trying to leave Kansas City because he wanted to call plays. Mm. Bring him over to Philly. Oh, okay. EB come over to Philly. Come on. I mean, we're going to let him call plays. You know, like his offense just beat our defense. You know what I'm saying? Bring EB over to Philly as the OC. I, that's just my opinion. I mean, he can't. He wasn't he a teammate of yours, Ike? I yeah. Mean, he was here yep. before. He was here before. Yep. Bring him over to Philly. But get, let's get on this Jonathan Gannon thing real quick. So this okay. is the thing with Gannon. This is the thing with Gannon. Like, like Jim Schwartz. I don't know. Everybody, we saw the Super Bowl Fifty Two. We got the videos. Like they they showed all access, and there was a point in that second half where Jim Schwartz went to uh, 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 Doug and said, "Listen, I'm gonna start lighting him up." I'm bringing pressure. I'm going to get you guys the ball back. Two plays later, he had the strip sack. Jonathan Gannon just sat back there, wasn't showing no disguise to the greatest quarterback in the game, you know, top, maybe top five all time now. He's just letting them pick them apart. I know we get pressure with our front four, but, like, he blitzed in the red zone. By then, it's too late. Like, you blitzing when he got we, – we at the five-yard line. You got to, like, mix it up, do something, like, show this dude something different. Even if you – even if, if Jonathan Gannon would have got beat blitzing – doing something else, people in Philly would have been able to live with it because they'd have been like, well, he was doing everything he could. Them dudes was just sitting back there in that zone. Linebackers was just standing there, and, and Mahomes was just picking them apart. That's where the anger comes from. Mm-hmm. Like, Slay, Slay and them, they dropping back in the zone, and then he's just picking them apart. Nothing, no disguise, no nothing. Like, it's like you got you to gotta do something. It's like it's, it's almost was like he was in a point where he's like, I don't know what to do, so I'm going to just do what I know. And Mahomes and them was just smoking. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, Clay. I mean, listen, we didn't get much going in the way of uh, affecting Mahomes in the second half. Um, I just know I looked up um, after that first half, and I think Mahomes had like 78 yards passing at halftime. Yep. <laughs> like he had like 78 yards passing at halftime, something like that. And uh, I'm saying to myself, Okay, I haven't even seen a lot of the Chiefs' offense today. It's pretty much been the Eagles on the field all first half. And in the second half, it was that opening drive, man, that opening drive that the Chiefs had in the second half where they went down and scored. I'm like, oh, man, here we go. It, it, felt, like the New Eng- it felt like yeah. New England. Yeah, like now it's 24-21. But to your point, Eagles answer with a 17-play drive. I think if they have more possessions, they, I mean, unfortunately, they, they – the Chiefs just didn't. They didn't punt the ball in the in the second half. Four for four, one field goal, three touchdowns. You look at the first half. Remember they they, they matched the touchdown on the second drive of the, mm-hmm. the game. So it's like, oh, seven seven. This could be a shootout. Missed field goal mm-hmm. on the play that Andy didn't go for for it on fourth down. Yep. Punt punt. And that bet and that last draft that drive of the half for Kansas City was bad. They they weren't even able to execute it properly to not give the Eagles the ball back. Yeah, gave the Eagles three points. Yep, what a half. They really did. So. Seven points in the first half. You were feeling great about what the defense was doing, but you knew that that couldn't last the whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, how about how about a name for a defensive coordinator? Experience, just a head coach in the league. Who you got? Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith in the Tampa two. Lovey Smith, Jack Fritz. You like it? I I, I guess. I mean, the Texans <laughs> had no talent on defense last year, so it's hard to tell. Yeah. But it feels like they always played hard. I think people would respect them in a way. Yeah, I mean, in Tampa, too, that's more zone. Yeah, people don't realize what the defense actually is. <laughs> yeah, it's more zone defense there. <laughs> um, I mean, I wouldn't have a problem with Lovey Smith. I just don't know how much would change. Yeah. I wouldn't have a problem with Lovey Smith. I just don't – I don't think the Eagles are going to go outside. 
Yeah, it seems like that there's the yeah. um, the the defensive backs coach is the guy that they like. Mm-hmm. Angelo calling from Pottstown. Angelo, hello. How are you? Man. I've gotten like five hours of sleep in the last two nights. Mm-hmm. And I keep going back to the fact that at halftime, at halftime, we're up 10 points. I didn't realize about the stat until after the game, watching post-game at Infinity, that it teams up 10 or more points in the Super Bowl are 26-2. and two. Those two teams that lost were us and Atlanta. We basically threw up like like McNabb did in that Super Bowl against New England in the second half. Outcoached, outplayed, the ugly little big head of the special teams reared his head in the in 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 that in that punt where did we allowed them to run it back sixty some sixty five yards, giving them a touchdown. And I'm sorry, yeah, Hertz played well, but he gave up a fumble, and they ran it back for a touchdown. So people are saying, yeah, he played great. That's like saying a, car- a cardiologist or a heart surgeon did great in his operation, but oops, I slipped and, 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 and severed. And I killed a guy. To- <laughs> I killed the guy, but I did great otherwise. <laughs> he killed us. <laughs> we killed ourselves. We got out coached, out played. Uh. Where was the defense in the second half? Uh. We had no counterpunch. Yeah, I know the players have to execute. But did we do anything? Did the coaches do anything, including Sirianni? Because he's the ultimate, you know, he's got the ultimate veto or say in what they're doing. Did anybody on the coaching staff do anything to counterpunch them and stop them? All we needed was one stop in that second in that second half on that last drive. And what did we do? Nothing. We ran out of time. We got the ball with eight seconds left. And I'm sorry, but what the hell was that that last throw? Did he try to throw it long and it's like slipped? Well, I, I guess he, the, he stepped like on Jason yards. Kelsey's foot on it. Mm-hmm. That's what ha- know, that's I'm what just, it, that's what happened on that last. Thank you, Angelo. That, 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 a lot of people are frustrated, and I think everything you said right there was um, was fair. Was fair. They got beat in the second half. There's no doubt about it. It's a matter of people, for whatever reason. I hear a lot of blame on the coaches and not a lot of blame on the players. Mad Mike is checking in. Mad Mike, how are you, buddy? What's going hey, on? Hey guys, I missed you. I, I really. I yeah, how really, are you? Really miss. I'm good. Welcome back. Doing yes. really well. I still want my championship ring. You guys owe me that. Like, um. Yeah, when is he getting his championship ring, Jack? I mean, Jack's the Jack's the commissioner. Championship ring, but I better get one. So. <laughs> so so, and by the way, you also are entitled. I'm assuming you'll have one before we start next season's league. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, also I'm, are entitled to next year's draft. <laughs> well, yes. he's entitled to come in studio as well. Remember, yeah. unfortunately. Sounds good. Ooh I'm boy. Hey, I just wanted to point out that I was right the whole time that this team didn't play anybody, and they got used to bullying garbage teams. And when another team could actually withstand their bullying and punch them right back, they folded. They folded. They mm. absolutely folded. I don't see it like that. They withstood everything the Eagles threw at them, and then all the players just fell apart in the second half. Did they fold but when they, they scored a touchdown and a two-point conversion to tie the game at 35? Did they fold where, then? Where was Darius play when he was getting punked? Yeah, on but there's a difference between getting beat and saying the team folded, Mike. They, 
Right? Like, okay. you know there's a difference with that. They came down. They not only they scored a touchdown, they got a two-point conversion to tie it in the freaking fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Don't be, don't be stupid. I'm, now you're just I'm being stupid. stupid. I'm just saying, this team did not, has not, did not play anybody, and they weren't used to playing a team that could throw counter punches and they didn't know what to do. And this is what happened. Mm. Well, I mean, listen, the, the, the argument about the caliber of quarterbacks they faced they didn't play one quarterback. The I'm only with quarterback you, Mike. Was Aaron Rodgers who came off the offseason of smoking peyote all, all freaking offseason? <laughs> that was it. And that he just and he just went everybody. back to smoking peyote. Yeah, yeah he, he went, went in, he went in the darkness. darkness for four days. <laughs> yes, but a lot of Eagles fans. Mike, <laughs> Mike, the I mean the the level of competition they faced and the quarterbacks they faced. We talked about it leading yes. up to the Super Bowl when everybody said Pat Mahomes isn't that good. <laughs> By the way, he didn't have a great game either, but he but he was efficient. Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm just saying, like they, it was too easy. They weren't battle tested, and like you know, they, they're, you know what? I, I, one thing that really got me was, can we stop having callers call in and sing made up songs? And <laughs> I, I like, I, I wanted, I wanted them to get to have this not be a win just because I was getting annoyed at singing contests on the on the radio all freaking. You're allowed to do it yeah, too, I'm, you know. I'm sure that must. I don't want to sing. <laughs> you know why I don't want to sing? Because I can't sing, and neither can any of your callers. Even that chick from Japan. Oh, oh that was back. awesome, by the way. <laughs> yeah. How many times did she mess up her Japanese and have to restart? Well, I don't speak Japanese, but I know at least once. Oh, Jesus. I, 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 I'm just glad we can get back to an angry offseason where everybody's upset because they're not going to be able to sign their free agents. <laughs> and you're going to see how pedestrian Hurts is next year when he doesn't have all the toys around him. So. All right. What's your win total for uh, for next season, Mike? Seven. Wow. We'll take the over. What do you want to bet? Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll come in and uh, I'll bring you guys like a, a, a cheesesteak or something. All right, you, have a, you shine my shoes or something like I'm that. I'm not shining your shoes. All right. All right, All right Mike. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Good nice guys. to talk to you, buddy. All right. <laughs> something tells me he's been more uh, frequent caller. Oh, he's season. back now. Yeah, yeah, he's back. You know what I, real, and I realized like in the third quarter of the game? As I was like, wow, we're like a quarter away from OG Wade getting a full <laughs> hour or show yes, in studio. Show, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, he, uh, despite Mike and his, his, his happiness over the Eagles losing, um, there was something all year to the idea of what quarterback had they faced. Yeah. I mean, that was just legit. It was legit and it was true. And until, and that's what, when, when your expectations change, and you're you're setting your sights on something grander, then yeah, the expectations will increase, and that means yeah, it's no longer is it impressive to beat Daniel Jones and and this guy, you know these 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 quarterbacks that we face. No, now it's like okay, I want to see my guy go up against Pat Mahomes against Josh Allen, like that's the whole spirit of competition. Sure, we'll take the ring. If it leads to a ring, but you can't when you're sitting back evaluating the team and you're assessing how good they are. Well, the only way you can really truly know how good they are is by who they've beaten, yeah, and the caliber of opponent they've beaten. That like like I, I, it matters. The, the Eagles didn't need to apologize for going 14 and three because they don't make the schedule. But when we tried to point this out all year, that we haven't gone up against a capable quarterback, I mean, Dak put up 40 on us. And that was after he threw a pick six. Yeah, beginning of the game, threw, threw for 370. Threw for 370. And three touchdowns, yeah. 
Without great wide receivers, by the way. Right. Yeah. Well, didn't one of those teams look like they've been in a ton of those close games on Sunday? Oh, yeah. Versus one that. Well, that's why Kansas City didn't panic at all. They were like, okay, right. we've been here. Like, you know. No, I, I, I completely agree with you there. I agree with you there. I don't think the Eagles were unprepared or they didn't play their they, – they didn't play a great game. They just didn't play a perfect game. Yep. And in a game like this, you, you probably can't have those two mishaps. Clearly. You can't have them because that could be the difference in the game. Because they, they didn't make mistakes. Yeah. I think if the Eagles were down 10 at halftime, I don't know if they had the same response as the Chiefs did. But the Chiefs were down 10, and they're like, we've been right. in these games a million times. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think we trailed at halftime this year, did we? we? They trailed in one game all year. When they went down. Oh, that was the Colts game. We did trail at halftime, right? I think so. I think, that they, according to the broadcast, the, the, when they went down, it was like the only time they really trailed up. The first time they trailed in a the playoff second game. second half game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, you're right. I, I mean, we don't remember, I don't remember many games where they played from behind except for the Colts game. Well, I mean, obviously the two games they lost, but I don't even count those. I don't even count those games. Yeah, and and, and, and Gardner, what? Gardner was out. By the way, we're losing Gardner Minshew too. Yeah, we haven't talked about him in uh, free agency. Like your franchise, Mike Gardner oh. Minshew. Make sure <laughs> quarter. You got it. It's important. It's probably going to Indy. Man, yeah. So what are they? I mean, unless you're drafting a guy, I, I, well, I can't see Ian Book being the answer as the number two quarterback. <laughs> but a, a veteran backup quarterback is going to cost you cash. Um. Oh, you mean with the Eagles? Yeah. Yeah. Minshew didn't make a lot of money. Foles is a free agent. No. No, he needs to retire, man. Oh, man. You could bring him back now and not have to worry about. Uh, Foles don't want to play no damn football, man. Yeah, he wants to sit over there and. and... A third quarterback (laughs) you bring him back at? Yeah, hold that clipboard, man. All right, coming up, Jalen Hurts, speaking on on Locker Cleanout Day, gave an update on his contract status. What did he say? We'll hear from Jalen Hurts coming up next. Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Hey, listen, you snore, you get booted out of the bedroom for snoring. Well, I've had my issues with snoring and sleep apnea. And recently, I went to the region's number one source for a dental solution in treating snoring and sleep apnea. And it's actually my dentist, Dr. Pastor. Dr. Eric Pastor and his team can make you an FDA-approved dental appliance that is often covered by your health insurance. I was actually over there this morning having a follow-up um, to uh, to my original appointment. And if you are suffering from sleep apnea, or you're wondering if you are, right, like you snore, that's obviously a sign and symptom. But morning headaches, daytime sleepiness, overall lack of energy, I think people realize sleep apnea, it's not good for your health. So that's why you got to get it taken care of. And I tried the CPAP route. That didn't work for me. Went to Dr. Pastor, and he hooked me up. He helped me. He can help you as well. So, and I'll throw, I'll throw this out there as well, um, that if you want to contact me directly with any questions or anything like that, absolutely, positively, you can reach me on my email, my social media pages. My DMs are open. Definitely check it out. But contact Dr. Pastor, Pastor his, his, uh, his team. We'll contact your insurance company, figure everything out. They'll do the legwork. Dr. Pastor helped me, and he can help you as well. So contact Dr. Eric Pastor. He's the Warriors for Dentist. Make an appointment. Get a free consultation. 610-948-8518. 610-948-8518. Or online is drpastor.com. D-R-P-A-S-T-E-R.com. I think the, the 
the thing that that I'm most focused on is winning. You know, the only thing I care about is winning and ultimately winning the championship. So um, there will be a day where that conversation can be had, but today isn't that day. Uh, that's Jalen Hurts uh, this morning. Mm, today ain't the day to talk about that, but we're going to talk. Yep. Soon. Soon. <laughs> Nicole Lynn's going to talk. There'll be a lot of zeros oh, yeah. involved in this, in oh, this yeah. discussion. Uh, yeah. Locker cleanout day uh, for you guys. Uh, they, Elliot had said earlier that it wasn't the whole team. There was a lot of guys that were there that wasn't wasn't the whole team. Um, when's the next time that they'll see each other at, at mini camps, or I mean, so what do you, where do you go from here? As a, uh, what do you mean? Uh, I think the players are technically not allowed back in the building. Uh, unless they have an injury or something. Yeah, unless you're unless you're rehabbing. Like they want them away from the building. And have to, meaning that the coaches can't be in there coaching them or anything like that. So I guess they could be in there. Jalen can go in there and watch film or whatever if he wanted to at any time. But I think there's a a sort of window where no players are around. And um I, I would imagine sometime during free agency. Um the framework of the deal has to already be in place. I mean, that that's what how he gets paid to do. So Yep. You know, Monday through Friday. I know on Sundays he's at the game, but Monday through Friday his job is is doing these things and preparing for stuff like this with all their free agents. They have a they have a lot. Yeah, of they have a lot make, of stuff yeah. they have to do. But but obviously having the framework of his deal at least already in place, it allows them to have a clearer picture of what they can do in free agency and who they should target, which guys they should bring back. You know, that's that's all the stuff that's been going on behind the scenes. Right. So if if they know for the most part what he's going to make, they can say, okay, how do we want to structure the contract depending mm-hmm. on what we want to do? So there's expectations. This is how much we're going to have to spend in free agency, whether it's our own players yes. or other players. Yeah, you're right. This is what yeah. they've been doing for however long. Yeah. They're, pre- they're preparing for the off season. So, you know, um, <laughs> the, the, the funny thing is that uh, Nicole Lynn, Jalen's agent, she didn't waste much time tweeting after the game that how great of a game he played. Don't think that didn't go unnoticed. <laughs> yes. But I got you, bro. <laughs> yeah, she was she, yeah she, she, it seemed like she won the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, she did to, <laughs> to a degree. She did. She did. Thought about the commission. Man. That's yeah, nice. Man, and that's just the first one. He's only 24. Man. You were not That's kidding. Just the first one. He's only 24, so he has at least another deal or two coming as long as he plays well. Going to be an interesting, uh, interesting offseason to see what the what the Eagles do outside yeah. of Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I'm 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 actually more. Ex- I don't know if excited is the, is the word I should use, but I'm I'm anxious in in finding out who are we bringing back because that kind of gives you a clearer picture of what you need to do in the draft. I'm not so sure we're going to be big players in free agency. I agree. Uh, I would imagine if they were going to give out money, it would be to our own guys. But you can never – listen, you can't put anything in past Howie, man. He, he He's always keeping his eye on somebody Looking coming off a values. rookie deal somewhere. Yeah, that, that, that may just be hitting their prime at 25, 26 years old, and he's ready to give them a deal. 
Depend on what position it is. Yeah, you're right. So he, he could end up spending money that he thought was a good value. He could wait to mark it out a little bit and try to get a veteran that mm-hmm. in that second or third wave. Look at Bradbury last year. Yeah, waited all the way to the end, and, and, and it worked out for him. Yep, it really did. So yeah, no, I, I mean, like, yeah, excited's probably not the word, but like, it, we love NFL offseason. Oh, offseason is great. Yeah, offseason off is great, especially when you're trying to figure out what. How do we add the the pieces? to the team that's going to help us get over the top. And what we're going to have to do this offseason that we haven't had to do around here uh, since we lost the Super Bowl in 05 is bounce back after a disappointing Super Bowl loss. You got to bounce back. Okay, how many players are we still? do we still have here? We've already lost two coordinators. Yep. So the change is already happening right now. Started with the two coordinators. All right, okay, now let's see what players we bring back. Okay, are these players as hungry next year? Yeah. Right? Or is everybody or is someone upset that they didn't get a new deal? Yeah, like we saw last time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because as players, you want to cash in. You just had a great season, you want to cash in. And so everybody can't cash in. And then who are the players that are still here that didn't get a chance to get a new deal, that wanted a new deal? And this is not to go back, but there were players, Zach. Uh, um, Nelson. Nelson. Like these guys wanted new deals. Yep. And, 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 and we went out and we drafted Zach's replacement. Zach didn't know Goddard was his replacement <laughs> the moment he was drafted in the second round. And he wanted a new contract. And, and he wanted a new contract. They drafted his replacement anyway. Yes. yes. Yeah. Right? You think Nelson wasn't upset when they brought Deshaun in <laughs> and gave him a new deal? Oh, I can tell you he wasn't. Happy right? About that. So, and it happens like that. Here's another guy I'll tell you Tim Jernigan. Yeah. Everybody wasn't that fond of Tim Jernigan. And then when he got paid and some other guys on the D line didn't get paid, ain't make everybody happy. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, it was like Tim Jernigan came over here and it's like, y'all gave him a new deal before before we even got through with the yeah, season. Y'all gave ha- him a new half deal. A se- he played half a season. <laughs> y'all gave Didn't him they trade for deal. him in season? Yeah, no, they traded for him in the spring. In the spring, okay. Yeah, because I remember, I remember us coming back from spring training and, and I found, found out on the plane, yeah, that the Eagles huh. had traded for uh, Tim Jernigan. It was one of those where were you moments? <laughs> yep. <laughs> when Tim Jernigan got yep. traded for I remember that. So... I only say that to say, like, after these games and everybody wants a new deal and they see other people getting paid, that's the type of stuff that will mess with the the chemistry in the locker room. And having been through this just five years ago, the Eagles front office, Howie Roseman, et cetera, should have a much better better perspective on how to manage the situation. Yep, Different players, different scenarios. Sure. But still, like, I think you should be able to see stuff that's coming. Because who would be upset if they didn't get a – I'm trying to think who on this team – would be upset if they because they have a lot of free agents. Well, all the young guys are seemingly taken care of. Yeah, like so you can't do it, anything with Devonte yet, right? Right, can't do anything with Devonte yet. So he's like the only young guy that hasn't been taken care of. Everybody else, like from Avante to to Josh Sweat to you know uh, Mylotta to all the young guys that are under contract, they've gotten second contracts. Most of these young guys, or either you're on a rookie deal. Does does Josh Sweat want more money? Does Goddard want to? No, Josh Sweat just got paid last year, didn't he? That was last year he got yeah, that he got deal. Paid. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of guys that 
maybe not that they outperformed their contract, but had like a great year. Oh, listen, if Hassan Reddick ain't going back to yeah, the table, no, no, nobody else better not be going back to the table for anything. Yeah, Hassan Reddick. Yeah. Who was great. Um, all right. He's the only one I could say outperformed Yeah, you're contract. right, because Sweat had a really good year, but he also just got paid. They, yeah. they paid him like he was going to do that, so mm-hmm. they did right by him. It actually worked out for him. It, man. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the signing. <laughs> last year. Hey, and that, I just viewed him as an okay player. Yeah. I didn't view him as a special a, a, player. A rotation guy that might get yeah. you six, seven sacks, but. But he played he ball he, he this year. He played. He really did. I wonder if they don't bring Hargrave back. I, I, That's going to cost you. Because the way Bradbury spoke today, Bradbury was more or less like, yeah, like, I, yeah, sure, I would like to come back, but. I need that new bread. Yeah, he's getting <laughs> he's whoever's paying him the most money is probably where he's going. Yeah. And then you get stuff like this. Then Shane Steichen is taking your players. Jonathan Gannon mm. is taking your players. Because they want to bring in guys that have played for them that they're familiar with. And that's how you wind up getting paid. I think about Trey Burton that went to Indy and yep. Frank Wright paid him. Like, like that's what starts to happen. So I could see Jonathan Gannon saying, you know what? I like that Javon Hargrave. I can use him in my Cardinals defense. Yeah, that's a great point. That that's a that's a perfect player for a guy that still is pretty much in his prime, right? Yeah. Like you're, if you sign him three years, you're getting two really good years, and then see mm-hmm. what happens in that third. And and that's somebody you bring with you to try to change everything. Bradbury does Jonathan Gannon want to take Bradbury to Arizona with him? It's a great point. It is. Um, Twitter questions today sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Mark's Jewelers today is Valentine's Day. If you didn't know, Mark's Jewelers is open. If you're looking for a last-minute present, get to Mark's Jewelers. We're 309 in Montgomeryville online, marks-jewelers.com. So, um, Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, this dude is out here tripping today. So, he puts out a happy Valentine's <laughs> Day, everybody, tweet yeah. with a picture of Dra- James Bradbury, like his profile picture on yeah. where you would final pro football talk. And it says, I'll hold you when it matters most. Yeah, come on, Juju. This is in poor taste, brother. And you ain't even that guy. Right. You, you're not even that guy. Um, A.J. Brown responded. Did you see it? Yep. Says, first off, congratulations. Y'all deserve it. This is lame. You was on the way out of the league before Mahomes resurrected your career on your one-year deal, TikTok boy. <laughs> he admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like you like – don't act like you're like that or ever was. But congratulations again. Wow. Call him TikTok boy. That's he, was, he was TikTok boy. Yeah, no, he definitely well, I mean, him, Between him and Jackson Mahomes, I mean, they, yeah. he found the perfect <laughs> franchise for him. Yeah, he fits right in. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, Juju, settle down, brother. Settle down. I mean, I, I get it. You won the Super Bowl, but Bradbury didn't. He wasn't trash talking you or anything like that. At least, at least I didn't see anything to where you would have to try to go at James Bradbury. It's totally unnecessary. Yeah, totally unnecessary. I mean, you you won. We get it. You won. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, Bradbury didn't say anything to you. Nope. In fact, he said, "Yeah, I hold it." I, yeah, I held him. exactly. Yeah. He handled it like a total pro. <laughs> yeah, like I don't, like I don't get it. It's, it's not like a call wasn't made. If Bradbury would have slighted, slighted him, or what? Like, no, this is a dude who isn't used to winning. He got on a team and feels fortunate and just talking trash because they won the game. Yep. That's Feel, all it is. Feeling good. Like, just like, I think it was, I don't know if it was AJ that said it or somebody else that said it. It's like, dude, <laughs> you were damn near out of the league a year ago. Yeah, you had to take like, a one-year deal. Like, you went deal. from being 
the Steelers MVP, a slap in the face to uh, Antonio Brown, that the team did that to him on the way out the door. But that's the only reason you did it. I mean, that's the only reason you got the team MVP that year when A.B. was getting all the double coverage. When you became the number one wide receiver, they proceeded to draft two more receivers that were better than you and then let you walk. And said, see ya, yep. And then let you walk. So you haven't really been that guy, Juju. No. Definitely not. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, like uh, you haven't been that guy, Juju, to be to be taking shots at Brad. I can see if he took a shot at Slay, because Slay likes to talk. Right. But Bradbury hasn't said, I haven't been if he didn't sit next to me in the damn players' lounge, I don't think I would have heard from him all year. He does have a car commercial, though. He does? Yeah. I believe me, I was as surprised as you I don't were. I think I've seen But that. I saw it, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been here for like <laughs> three months. Hey, listen. Oh, I respect it, but I was like, you know. Yeah. I, he's been here for a minute. He's a quiet guy. Yep. I just you making it him. Yeah, because <laughs> he was the easiest target. And by the way, Juju, who are you going to be playing for next year? Right. You going to be on the Chiefs? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Drew in Westchester. Drew, how are you? What's up? Hey, hey guys. Hey, uh, my, my mood is much improved. I mean, I am like a lot of us fans who are, are happy to see Gannon leave. Um, and I think we get a bad rap sometimes because I think, you know, most of the time the defenders of Gannon will just look at the stats, look at the points, look at the, you know, look at the turnover differential, et cetera, and just say, you know, he's, he's a great D coordinator, et cetera. But it's more nuanced than that. A lot of us are just frustrated when we see the the the, the scheme. When when you have like an all time great level of of uh, rushing the quarterback, right? And yet you play that soft defense, especially on second and longs, third and longs. When to me, it just makes all the sense in the world. Or at least sometimes you you've got to turn that up. Like that previous caller said during the, during during fifty two. Jim Schwartz said, I'm going to turn up the heat now and get the ball back. And that last drive before the game-winning field goal, the last touchdown drive, we needed that. That was the one drive that the, but, I looked at. But, I looked but at, did, Jim, did Jim Schwartz turn the heat up, or did a player make a play? Yeah, a, play, a player made a play. But, you know, look, I, okay. I, don't remember the exa- I don't remember the exact recipe on that play, how many were rushing. So four. Yeah, yeah Brandy Graham four. got to the quarterback. Yeah. They made okay. a play. Okay, okay good. They, they made a play. And we didn't make the plays this week, but, but – I still think that 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 during that game he had he had to change it up at times or at least late in the game because the time was running out and they couldn't they they couldn't allow another long time eating drive and go and get down again but they did and then they tied it up with the eight point touchdown but you you can't blame the offense as much as the defense that that that's really driving me crazy the offense put up thirty five with no turnovers by by KC. So you cannot say it was even even. Do you subtract seven points from that thirty-five because of the fumble return for a touchdown? No, no, I'm talking about you know I'm talking about our, our right. But, what, but what I'm what I'm saying is that they also gave up six points to the defense, right? So that cancels the thirty-five out and the long punt return and yeah, the well, long punt return, right? Like the well, defense it, gave up twenty-four I mean, points. Yeah, but it was also a tale of two halves, right? I mean, they gave up seven, and then they had a terrible second half. So. Stop acting like it's one long game that was the same kind of game. But the, two, but the offense scored 11 two. points in the second half. Yeah, but that's because the defense didn't get them the ball, did they? I mean, the, the Chiefs turned the time of possession totally around from they had eight minutes in the first and they had over 16 in the second. I mean, isn't part of the defense's job to give the offense the ball back? Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that part of the job? Yeah. They, 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 they totally failed at that in the second half. The offense never totally failed at any point in that game. 
Well, they, they didn't go for it on fourth down. And oh, okay. they, they had a 17-yard, I mean, a 17-play yeah. drive that they only got three points out of it. Yeah, well, that I mean, obviously that's not good production for that time used, no doubt. Okay, but at the end of the day, we still scored 35 without a turnover. Listen, I, mean, I agree. So, Drew, if, if your point is the defense didn't play well in the second half, everybody agrees agree with, you. with you. on that. Everybody yeah. agrees with you, right. but, 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 see, but, but see what everyone wants to do because it's easy to say it's the coach. Oh, Jonathan Gannon didn't, he stinks, so it's his fault. It's not everybody well, I'm, else's I'm, fault. I'm I'm just I'm just saying I, it's it's frustrating on second long third and long to to see conversions to a wide open receiver I just it's it's very frustrating mm-hmm. so, I hear you I agree. I'm, not yeah, we agree. About, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the touchdowns and we we have multiple ball hawking d backs on this team that yeah were we in the top of the league in picks yeah we were in the top five or six teams in picks right but we should have led the league in picks with those guys back there and the ability to rush the way we were but we didn't because Gannon sits back too much that's that's all that's my opinion. And lastly, right, lastly, it drove me crazy to hear. I think Elliot did he say the Chiefs are a historically great team? Is is he kidding? Well, they won two Super Bowls in three years, mm-hmm. or four, or four. Is it four years? Uh, I can't even remember. I don't know if you. Well, it, a twenty 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 Super Bowl. That was uh, that was the Tampa Bay game. Yeah. Right? So they lost that. They, they won lost nineteen. That they won the one the year before that. Yeah. Yeah. Against yeah. Jimmy G. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I mean, historic. Yeah, we, we. What do you care if the Ellie called him a historic? Like, what, what is that? Everyone's elite horse. No, right. no, I know, but they wanted to, two of four, and they're probably going to win more, right? So, are we watching? Not a lot of teams win two Super Bowls in four years. I think that's what mm-hmm. Elliot's point was. Let's go to Brenda. Brenda's in Northeast Philly. Brenda's not a fan of Lovey Smith. Mm-hmm. I agree. Brenda, how are you? What's going on? Brenda, are you there? Oh, so anticlimactic, Jack. Try Matt. Matt's in Jacksonville, Florida. Matt, how are you, man? What up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hi, Matt. What's up, Matt? Hey, I, I just wanted to, like, elaborate on the linebacker position and shout out to OG Wade for kind of getting into that a little bit. Um, and this is kind of going to be a defensive Gannon. Uh, like, we don't really have the personnel at the linebacker position to stop a lot of what the Chiefs did. As far as, like, these outside runs, these quick runs, like – OG Wade was right. Like, you can't read and react. You just have to have the athleticism and the speed to just shoot at the ball like a Nick Bolton does. Man. Like, uh, And then just being able to drop into coverage. Like, TJ Edwards, like, had a great season and everything, but he's just limited physically, I believe, in, like, what he's able to do. And, like, you can also shut down a mobile quarterback with, like, a top-end linebacker when he gets out. Like, the middle of the field, like, Mahomes should never be running 20 yards down the middle of the field with not a linebacker in sight. And, like, that first drive, Kelsey's wide open in the middle. Like, the middle of our defense, to me, just showed, like, glaring, glaring needs for upgrades, especially at the linebacker position. So, you know what I'll say to that? Look at what Tampa did against the Chiefs back in that Super Bowl. You have, you know, Levante David and and, uh, the other kid from LSU, Devin White. Mm -hmm. Like, those dudes are – those are guys, man, that are going to cover the sidelines and, and make those plays. We lack that so bad. So, how do you get them? You gotta draft. You, you gotta, gotta draft them. Yeah, this, yeah. This is where Roseman has to make yeah. a, a, a difference in consideration of of how this defense is, is built. The, the, these draft picks are allocated. We have to have an athletic linebacker that can deal with that. That's how you beat Mahomes. We have the pass rush. We play that. They laid the blueprint in that Super Bowl. And having a bad offensive line or not, it's not worth the twenty six points in difference. They scored nine points in that Super Bowl. They did it through the pass rush and having linebackers that shut down. All that creative stuff 
Andy Reid does through just sheer athleticism. Like that, that's pretty much what I have to say about it. That, that's what All right, I Matt. look to improve. Appreciate it, man. 215-592-9494. It is Marks and Reese. On Tuesday, the day after the day after, 215-592-9494. Coming up, top five at five with Jack Fritz. What does he have for us today? Is it a Valentine-themed top five at five, Jack Fritz? Or, uh, no, I, I, uh, I put it together and then forgot it was Valentine's Day, frankly. Oh, man. Yeah, negativity. There was uh, there was some criticism uh, when I was out this weekend of your top five at five on, on Friday. Uh, oh, my prop bets? Yeah, people wanted more out of you on Friday. They were pumped up for the for the for a big Super Bowl pre show. Oh, so they didn't like that I chose to do prop bets? No, they did. I, there was uh, a couple people. Someone brought it to my attention, and I said I never actually thought about it. And then someone else said, "Yeah, I thought the same thing." Well, very rarely do I make the wrong program decision on the top five five. So I agree. Donovan Chestbat. No, I agree. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be great today. All right, that's coming up next. Marks and Reese on 94 WP. Hey, listen, guys, you're happy with the way your hair looks? Um, maybe, kind of. Right, here's the thing. You don't have to be completely bald or even, you know, like three-quarters of the way, the way there. And, and honestly, I think that it's really good for people that are starting to lose their hair and are maybe have moderate hair loss to consider a hair restoration procedure. You, know, you, you get the procedure done and like you never really have a significant amount of hair loss, right? Especially if you don't want people to know that you had a hair restoration procedure. I had it done. I wouldn't have had to tell everybody, anybody, right? Like it's natural because it's natural, right? Like it looks natural because it is natural. It's your real growing hair. Your hair is fuller and thicker. You never know the procedure was done. And Dr. Glatt and his hair team are the experts in Philly the most experience, and the most success when it comes to hair restoration. So if you want more information, you heard me talking about Dr. Glatt before, you can go to his website, drglatt.com, see before and after pictures, get a lot of good information on it. Or if you're ready, you can call his office right now. You can speak to his hair team right now at 610-980-4000. 610-980-4000. Or once again, drglatt.com.